Vax mandates are coming, and those who do not comply with the edicts and schemes of the collective, forcing individuals to be jabbed in order to be assimilated back into society, will be shunned in the new order. Is resistance futile, or do we seize this opportunity to restore freedom? We'll address these topics and more in this episode of Analysis Behind the News, where we provide you with the perspective and the plan to restore American liberty and independence. Last month, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued a Class One recall of the SARS-CoV-2 antigen rapid qualitative test for COVID-19. A Class One recall is the FDA's most serious type recall, adding that the use of these devices may cause serious injuries or death. According to the FDA, the products urgently being recalled include the ANOVA SARS-CoV-2 antigen rapid qualitative test, also distributed under the names ANOVA COVID-19 self-test kit 3T configuration ANOVA SARS-CoV-2 antigen rapid qualitative test 7T configuration and ANOVA SARS-CoV-2 antigen rapid qualitative test 25T configuration. All of these rapid tests were manufactured between September 1st, 2020 and March 3rd, 2021 and were distributed for use throughout the country between November 2nd and March 22nd of this year. The reason for the recall, according to the FDA, is that these tests have given both false negative and false positive results. False positive results could lead to a delay in the correct diagnosis and the initiation of an appropriate treatment for the actual cause of patient illness, which could be another life-threatening disease that is not SARS-CoV-2, the FDA warns. False positives also serve to inflate the numbers, perpetuating the appearance of a crisis where none may exist, like the case of the uh, case-demic we saw last year. But even as these rapid tests are being uh, urgently recalled, reports are coming in from all across the country, most notably from Florida, of hospitals being overwhelmed with patients testing positive with the COVID-19 Delta strain. According to the media, these patients include those who were previously not sick with COVID, people in their 40s, 20s, and even children. So what's to account for this recent summer surge? Well, if you listen to the fake news media, they would have you believe that this new and stronger wave of COVID cases is the result of unvaccinated Americans. According to an online article published on July 19, 2021, by CNN senior news writer Holly Yan, the longer people stay unvaccinated, the more chances a virus has to mutate. And if the mutations are significant, they could lead to more troubling strains that might evade vaccines. Further down in her article, she quotes Dr. Paul Ofit, the director of the Vaccine Education Center at the Children's Hospital in Philadelphia and a member of the FDA's Vaccine and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee, saying, quote, by not being vaccinated or being part of a reasonably sized group of people who are choosing not to get the vaccine, you're allowing the virus to continue to replicate. When it's allowed to continue to replicate, it will create mutations, which could then cause variants that are completely resistant to the immunity induced by natural infection or immunization. Is this true? Or should we consult a second opinion? 
Luc Montager, a French virologist and 2008 Nobel laureate in medicine for his discovery of the human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, says that in fact the opposite is true. In an interview for a French documentary, when asked about how he views the mass vaccination program, Professor Montager replied, It's an enormous mistake, isn't it? A scientific error as well as a medical error. It is an unacceptable mistake. The history books will show that because it is the vaccination that is creating the variants. For the China virus, there are antibodies created by the vaccine. What does the virus do? Does it die or find another solution? The new variants are a production and result from the vaccination. You see it in each country. It's the same. The curve of vaccination is followed by the curve of deaths. Now, isn't that what we're starting to see now? A surge in cases of the even more potent Delta variant months after the federal government rolled out its aggressive vaccination distribution in February and March? In a follow-up question, when asked if we should be uh, vaccinating during a pandemic, Montagier further stressed against it, elaborating, it's unthinkable. They're silent. Many people know this. Epidemiologists know it. It is the antibodies produced by the virus that enable an infection to become stronger. It's what we call antibody-dependent enhancement, which means antibodies favor a certain infection. The antibody attaches to the virus. From that moment, it has the receptors. The antibodies, we have them in the macrophage, etc. It pokes the virus, and not accidentally, but because of the fact that they're linked to the antibodies. It is clear that new variants are created by antibody-mediated selection due to the vaccination. In other words, it's not the unvaccinated that are responsible for the recent uptick in COVID Delta variant cases. It's because of those who are vaccinated. Rather than letting the Chinese uh, communist virus to naturally exhaust itself, weaken and die through herd immunity, vaccines are apparently prolonging and regenerating the virus, so to speak, creating new variants in the process that are resistant to the vaccines. Now, the CDC and other local government health authorities are recommending that even those who are fully vaccinated should resume wearing masks. Yet the fake news media like CNN, along with the governor's drunk on power, will continue to blame and ostracize unvaccinated Americans. For example, on Monday, New York Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo, in the style of a Gambino mafioso, gave a shakedown to private businesses in New York, asking them to only admit and accommodate customers who have been vaccinated. Watch and listen to what he said. Private businesses, I am asking them and suggesting to them go to vaccine-only admission. I believe it's in your best business interest. Is that a threat? Does Cuomo intend to clamp down on private business that refuse to go along, just like he wants to ostracize New Yorkers who refuse to get jabbed? Earlier this year, New York became the first state in the country to implement a vaccine passport, which they've named the Excelsior Pass. Despite the program's ostensibly voluntary appearance, Cuomo's recent remarks come across more like an ultimatum than a mere recommendation. It boils down to the government telling private businesses what to do, how to operate, and who to serve and not serve. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the very definition of a fascist state and economy, but I would hold my breath waiting for Antifa to protest against Cuomo's latest assault on civil liberties. 
So how does this so-called Excelsior Pass work? Vaccinated New Yorkers who participate are given a QR code that they can scan at any business or establishment that requires proof of vaccination. As we point out on our Stop New York Vaccine Passport Scheme legislative alert on, on JBS.org for New York State residents, quote, multiple problems exist with the Excelsior Pass and any other vaccine passport scheme. Most importantly, it is a step toward the creation of a social credit system where unvaccinated individuals are discriminated against and unable to fully participate in society. Furthermore, the system is plagued with various privacy concerns. Even a Rockefeller Foundation-funded MIT study admitted that the Excelsior Pass is vulnerable to being hacked and to being used by the government for surveillance. So in addition to the vaccine passports, Governor Cuomo is already mandating vaccines. Last Wednesday, on July 28th, Governor Cuomo announced that New York's uh, 130,000 state employees would be required to receive the COVID vaccine by Labor Day. Those who decline will be subject to weekly testing. However, New York state-run hospital workers aren't so fortunate. New York is the first state to mandate all of its state-run hospital workers to be fully vaccinated for COVID-19 without having the option to opt out in favor of weekly testing. With all of those onerous and draconian measures, New York is looking more and more like fascist Italy on the march toward full collectivism. As far along down the road as they may be, New York isn't the only state marching in goose step on the road to medical serfdom. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom announced last month that the state would establish an ostensibly optional vaccine verification system that businesses can use to ensure that their customers have been vaccinated. Like the Excelsior Pass in New York, those who participate in California's system will also be given a QR code that they can show businesses in order to patron. Uh, despite California's uh, public officials insisting that their vaccine verification system is voluntary and not a vaccine passport, there is virtually no difference between California's system and other vaccine passport schemes like New York's Excelsior Pass, which likewise relies on private businesses to coerce individuals into getting vaccinated in order to be able to participate in society. More information about California's plan, as well as sending a message to California lawmakers urging them to oppose and stop their state's vaccine passport schemes, is also available on JBS.org under Act Now, State Alerts, and clicking on California on the map. There you'll find our legislative alert, Stop California Vaccine Mandate and Passport Scheme for Residents of the State. But don't think this is only a problem for big blue states. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards also announced the implementation of a vaccine verification system, which works by modifying the state's already existing LA wallet smartphone app, which serves as a digital driver's license in Louisiana to now include a person's vaccination status if they opt in. Private businesses can in turn ask customers to show their digital papers, so to speak, to verify that they've been vaccinated and thus allowed to do business. With this app already in place, Louisiana is the first red state to roll out a vaccine passport or a verification scheme. Likewise, if you live in Louisiana 
click on your state on our map on our state alerts page to find and use our Stop Louisiana vaccine passport scheme alert. Meanwhile, legislators in other states are fighting back against these draconian measures. For example, lawmakers in the Michigan legislature are seeking to pass House Bill number 4667, HB 4667, titled the COVID-19 Vaccination Privacy Act to prohibit government entities in the state from implementing vaccine passports. As we point out on our support HB 4667 to abolish vaccine passports in Michigan state alert, quote, if enacted into law, HB 4667 would prohibit any state or local government entity, including schools, universities, municipalities, and state agencies from implementing vaccine passports, discriminating against individuals based on their vaccine status, or even entering into contracts with third parties to create vaccine passports. Not only would this ensure that Michigan residents can freely use public services, but it would also hamper private attempts to implement vaccine passports. We encourage those of you who live in Michigan to use this state alert in order to contact and urge your state representative and senator to pass HB 4667. Proposed legislation like Michigan's HB 4667 could also serve as a template for similar legislation in other states. In addition to these state alerts for New York, California, Louisiana, and Michigan, we also have a joint federal and state legislative alert titled Stop Vaccine Passports and Forced COVID-19 Vaccinations under both categories on JBS.org, which likewise allows you to send a pre-written, editable email message to your state legislators, U.S. representatives, and senators asking them to repeal every existing vaccine mandate and passport and to oppose any new ones and furthermore, tell them to preserve current religious, philosophical, and medical exemptions for vaccinations and wherever possible to add to or expand those exemptions. In addition to using the specific aforementioned alerts, we encourage you, if you have not already done so, to sign up for our JBS legislative alerts so you can be notified of the latest key legislation to oppose and support in your state legislature and Congress. With the deep state ramping up its efforts to take away your rights and freedoms, now is the time to get active and join us to help take back America from collectivism and restore individualism. Together, we must educate others and build enough awareness in each legislative and congressional district to elect constitutionalists, those who embrace the principles of liberty as found in the Constitution Bill of Rights and Declaration of Independence to all levels of government. Until next week, God bless and remember, freedom is the cure.